to another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe or you're able to listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. I am so happy to share that this episode is sponsored by our friends at Daft Boy. Daft Boy is an LGBTQ plus owned and operated startup based in San Francisco, committed to creating high quality and unique fans, accessories, and gear perfect for any occasion. Listeners of Block Talk can earn 15% off their purchase at daftboy.com with the code BLOCKTALK15. That's BLOCKTALK15 at daftboy.com. And as always, follow me on Instagram and TikTok at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. When there is drama, there is a mess. And baby, this challenge got messy. The final four were tasked to get their drama on an acting challenge that got them all spooked. So who will get the top prize and who will be laughed off screen? It's time to talk all things Drag Race Theria. And joining me to bring the drama is Cherry Botch. How are you? Oh, I'm so good. I'm just chilling with my 16-year-old dog and continuing to live my best animalistic botch life i love it well welcome to the podcast um as always friends i apologize for my pronunciations i'm trying we're going to get better um again if you want to tell me i'm doing something wrong or missing a reference slide into the dms and educate me also if you are messaging me and i don't respond and um just i apologize you're going into the wrong uh, folder apparently there's the message requests um scary place because sometimes you get uh weird messages in those um message requests area death threats sometimes botches luckily i haven't had a death threat yet um but i have a lot of ladies asking for um my number and i'm like no you got the wrong dude ladies oh yeah get it i mean i am an everything sexual so i love it but no on my tiktok comments i get ks ksl and i'm like omg y'all need to chill love a pet and live your best life there it is all right here's the disclaimer friends this is an entertainment podcast we're discussing reality show characters presented to rest reality production we are showing the editing and television show wants to see we are actually presenting yes the real people and give them an opportunity to go and tell them just check out the developments and sales to discuss this is the podcast friends you can discuss reality show same how are you enjoying drag race sveria seven episodes in I love it. I mean, mostly because the drag race, what is it, Belgium? The mm-hmm. what is her name? The host of the show? Uh, of which one? Belgium. Uh Rita Baga. Rita Baga is the only drag queen ever in life to block me. Because <gasps> yeah, literally, like, well, maybe not the only drag queen, but the only RuPaul girl or drag race franchise girl. Because I posted like a photo of like Jimbo and her and it was like a jean look of her looking not basic but like more generic drag and then Jimbo's like crazy like you know clown um, you know mask look. And I was like, OMG, like me before quarantine versus after, meaning I got so Rita Baga after quarantine. I look so feminine. 
and Jimbo's such a clown so it was crazy but then she blocked me after I posted on my story and I love them both but whoopsies I've only been blocked by one Rue girl so far um who is the girl I I'm not losing any sleep about it but if you listen to my first episode from the DragCon UK interviews it's one of those queens Okay, so, is so the there, there's, there's a clue, friends. Is the block talk your last name or the block talk you blocked by this one girl? I don't okay. know, but she definitely blocked me. And you know what? It's okay. I'm not losing any sleep over it. Um, life moves on. Exactly. And speaking of DragCon, friends, I will be going to DragCon LA. So if there's anyone you would like me to attempt to interview, let me know. No promises. Obviously, since we're talking about Drag Race Severia right now, Endigo will be there. So I will attempt to try to talk to them and bring them on the podcast for a little interview. Yes. And I'll be at DragCon too. I Amazing. Yeah, I haven't got my ticket yet, but it's never sold out. And if anybody wants to give me a free ticket because they can't go, DM me. There it is. Um, It's going to be a fun time. Only two days. So I'm going to be very, very busy. But please find me. Um, I will definitely try to say hello to everybody. But. But this um, is the first time it's been two days and not three days. Is this because they're getting less popular or what? No, I, my theory is, is I think the queens are just not showing up on the third day because they're all drunk and hungover. Well, uh, so well, it makes the it wonder needs to pay their queens to show up for the third day because if a hungover queen gets paid, they're showing up anyways. Yeah, you, you would think they would pay them a little more than they do. Um, but... I'm excited for it. I'm excited. DragCon is like the Oscars of drag. Yeah, it's a definitely a fun time. Um, I'm not going to be wearing anything crazy this time around. I'm just going to wear a t-shirt because it's LA and it's going to be hot and I sweat. So um, t-shirt that says block talk. crazy stuff you've worn? Oh, last, uh, at DragCon UK, I wore a hockey jersey that was completely stoned with my logo on it. Right. Yeah, it was great. Let's dive into this episode. Yeah. Electra is grateful but she knows that this is this time Antonina is out for good or is she could you imagine if she came back again who I need Antonina Antonina I mean it was so weird they did well with like I was like girl is ready to go home I'm out like I don't like her and then when she came back I suddenly loved her and was like, send the other bitches home. Yeah, she's very charismatic. She's definitely a good, good reality television character. Right, right. I guess you're right. They pay homage to Antonina one last time as Vanity says it was Antonina's turn to go. She fought harder than anyone and will tell us that she will always be a friend. Look at Vanity being nice. Electra will wipe her out of the competition for good. Now, Admira will be admired by telling the girls that she thought she'd be in the bottom, but then telling us in confessional that she wants to suck and have a lip sync for her life because it seems like a ton of fun. Only someone with that confidence that they know they're going to win would say that. Um, yeah, I agree <laughs> with that. <laughs> Fontana is going to admire her photo as she is a winner, baby. And Admira is going to be proud of Fontana as she says this while proceeding to choke her. We love sisterhood. Yeah. That's how dressing rooms are like, right? You choke each other. 
No, I, <laughs> I've only been choked by one drag queen ever in my life. It was by Abora. She mentioned well, that may, that checks out. That checks out. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I was shook at the time, but she was she's a kind person. So I to be fair, the photo I got with her at um, DragCon New York 2018, uh, she's choking me in that one too. So yeah, it's, her it's an aesthetic <laughs> for sure. Well, they are on the verge of the finals. It's getting serious. No fucking up or no finale. Only option is to win. It is showtime, and none of them know that they're about to be doing an acting challenge. Either it was raining out when they were filming this episode, or the girls are just running out of clothes. Fontana is wearing a rainbow raincoat, while Myra is wearing the most obnoxious red rain pants. Um, I would prefer vanity silver pants. Um, Vanity's silver pants. Honestly, girl, I can't even remember the last episode. I've been studying this episode, so I guess these girls need to be more remarkable than they are. Now, there's no time to chat as the alarm sounds with Fox's message, giving them hints that they will be filming something today. Fox arrives with a star denim jacket, which I would wear. I think that was a really cute look. Um, and he says that only four of them remain and asks whether it's better to be an active favorite or a really stubborn power bottom um i mean who doesn't love a stubborn power bottom honestly when you even say star look i think of the new season of spain like yeah. who was the girl that just did the star look that's already that was uh drag chuchi drag chuchi i mean girl drag race spain is what's bringing it like they sure are these white girl seasons besides fontana need to like bring it better honestly like they're already being overshadowed by drag race spain three that's true now when fox says that line and myra will point to fontana as a reference and i was like um sure that i mean that checks out I this mini challenge. My 16-year-old dog is coughing like a madman. You know, I do my dead pet makeup memorial series. So I gotta <laughs> care for my 16-year-old dog. Lol, if you can hear the <coughs> I can hear it. Ah, they're all right. Perfect. Let's carry on with drag race. So visage. For this mini challenge, since Fontana won last week, she will get to rank her fellow competitors, uh, sisters, either one. Same Wait, thing. who won? Fontana won the challenge last yes, year. Yes, I, th I thought that's what you said, but she won the mini challenge? Um, well, no, no. She's going to get to rank her sisters uh, based on her biggest competition, including herself in the mix. Um, okay. If you were on the competition, where would you rank yourself? Out of these four girls? Yes. Honestly, I would rank myself at the top. I'm here for <laughs> it. I'm doing something that none of these girls would ever think to do. That's and true. It all depends what the judge even thinks of me. Like this girl who is judging Drag Race Sweden, girl, yeah. she's like Fred from Drag Race Holland. I went to Drag Race Holland season two finale because Love My Sissy invited me. We went to the pink carpet and everything, but Fred was nowhere to be seen at the entire finale. And I think this judge is exactly like Fred. Like this girl is an amazing actress probably, haven't studied her, but does she do drag besides the maybe weekend out? No, I don't she's know. not a working girl. Let's see how Fontana's going to play this. She thinks this is going to be easy. After dragging her sissies, 
Um, at the top, it's Fontana, then Vanity, then Electra, then Admira. Um, apparently, she has never really understood how this game works because she put Admira as her lead's competition. Um, apparently, we're not watching the same show. And also, any real fan of Drag Race knows when you have a mini challenge like this as presented, the person on the bottom usually gets the power in the maxi challenge. Do you think Fontana forgot that? Or do you think this was like a secret alliance she had going with Admira to give her power? I think that she recognizes Amira is an amazing drag queen and deserves to be a top placement. Yeah. Well, we're going to learn that it is great to be a bottom as she now will play a special role in the Maxi Challenge. Fuchs is particularly fond of this challenge as she has been a professional actor for 15 years and now they will get to all show off their acting chops. For this week's Maxi Challenge, they will get the chance to shine in the drag noir drama Diva Assoluta. Now, Fox will look down the barrel of the camera. The screen turns black and white as Fox reveals I that a crime a has been... What does Absoluta mean? I think it's supposed to be a play on the word absolute, but um, using ass... Like vodka? Like the whole, like, absolute... Maybe. Maybe. Now we're going to learn that a crime has rocked the entire drag community. A crime has been committed. She says, forget Twin Cheeks, Herculean, Perot, and Sherlock Homos, um, all of which I would watch those uh, television shows. But they're going to create a lauded crime drama. Um, spoiler alert, they surely did not create anything good. Okay, work. So <laughs> I watched it like several times and I was like, I've watched this, but like, what is the substance? What is Correct. the fruit behind this? I'm not seeing it. I mean, go ahead. we'll get to it, but Fontana, I just love whatever she does. I mean, I noticed she had it a body, oddy, oddy behind mm-hmm. thing. But beyond that, she looked pretty regular with some more blush. And the other girls looked like trash, but like purposeful trash but absolutely they're going to be given a script admire will do the casting and now suddenly Electra is like oh i love your pants i see what you're doing there fontana believes she's in trouble and will get the worst character but they will meet fox and a very special guest judge on the set as they direct the drama they're looking for the actress who shows the most courage ambition liveliness and showmanship oh and to tie in the runway theme the category is drama queen yes it's time to get the characters on audition time. Admire is ready to have some fun. She's living for her role as the casting agent. Um, I would love to be a casting agent on a show like this and make everyone squirm. Oh yeah, I mean, casting agent is its own improv role. Like, what do you feel like in the moment? Casting mm-hmm. role is this, cost this botches that. Now, how Admira will do things is rather than the queens reading the script first, she will read the character descriptions and start the casting from there. In her mind, Electra does not want to get a role that's too different from the role she's usually playing. She wants something she will be comfortable with. Let's go through the roles. First, we have Diva Asaluta. The diva with a capital D, she is the Anita Ekberg of drag queens. She feeds off recognition, and Diva Asaluta's operetta is premiering, and she has ordered a wig like none other. It will take her career to new heights after her last show flopped. It's a make it or break it. Next, we have wig maker Hulda Dahar. Hulda is a nerdy wig scientist from Switzerland with a German accent. She's a gray mouse stripping in sarcasm. She is bitter to a fault, and her mouth keeps leaking sass. 
Next up is Starlet Harleen. Now, th- this is where my friends from Sweden, you can help me out. Uh, on the, the captions, literally, it says genital home. Um, I don't know what the, the Swedish pronunciation is, but that's what it said on the captions. But this character is an almost entirely plastic rookie and the diva's understudy. Helene makes no secret of her hoping that the diva's show will fail and shut down so that she can put her own Broadway folksicle, uh, a very gay musical, and become the theater superstar. And finally, we have the dysfunctional policewoman Saga Noren, a depressed butch policewoman with a diagnosed disorder, like Leif D.W. Person and the diva sister. She shows up out of nowhere and attempts to frame her sister, Diva Asaluta, for stealing the wig. Now, based on those four character descriptions, which role would you have picked for yourself? Honestly, all of all of them, I would have probably picked the one that Electra was having mm-hmm. because I think there was the most room to experiment as a character. Absolutely, I agree. Yeah. But so, Electra yeah. did not think of that in a positive way. And I think that was shown through her performance. Absolutely. So after reading the descriptions, here are Admira's initials thoughts, keyword initial. Even though she will never forgive her for what she did in her mini challenge, Amira will be nice to give everyone a role that they will be comfortable with. She's being smart as if one person isn't good, it will rub off on all of them. So Fontana wants to be the lead. She wants to be Diva Asaluta, but she also sees it as a super complicated part with eight pages of text, but she is not here to be a backup dancer. Now, Electra will be told that she'll be the wig maker as Admire wants to be the dysfunctional policewoman, leaving Vanity as the entirely plastic rookie. She's not thrilled that she played her already, but after reading the diva description again, the amount of text, she's like, nah, I'm good. I will play the uh, plastic rookie. Um, I just want to say, like, I love Vanity. She's the only one of the top four that follows me. Ooh, look at that. Instagram. But, like, why did she wear this pink dress that looked like Raja O'Hara made in, like, what was it five minutes not even five minutes a minute no you're right it was um i'm going to assume that they did not pick their looks in a minute i don't know i i feel like production gave her that dress it was very bad you're right did did production give her that dress like i was just confused maybe well i don't know now admira is like besides that it was great but just like this like weird dress that she like crinkled at the hems at the very end to make her look like a princess like what was that mm-hmm. but you know i don't know <laughs> well we'll get there first well, myra is like i've already played butch so maybe i'll be the hair lady and Electra is not going to put up a fight the roles are going to be swapped Electra compares it to asking a child do you like ice cream then the kid answers yes and then you say good for you i don't have any now, when Admiris does say this is your last chance to say anything, Electra will be like, I wanted the wig maker, but I think you can make it funny. Do you think Electra should have fought more as now Admiris' desire to be smart and make everyone comfortable backfired? I think Electra knows her place in the competition and she's had the work done. I mean, we see her lips. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's beautiful. And she deserves her place where she is. All right. Well, she will tell us that she couldn't throw a tantrum as it will cause tension. So she will have to play Saga. 
The girls get to rehearsing their lines, and we are about to witness the spiraling of Fontana. First, she doesn't have that much experience. Second, there's tons of text, and of course, it's in Swedish. She then has to memorize it, translate it, and then also act. She doesn't know how she will do it all at the same time. Um, dare I say, my sweet Fontana, that is what we call acting. I think Fontana is going to get second place, honestly, because she is perfect in every way. But she, She's great. She, from what this edit shows, it's like, ooh, she doesn't know the language. Girl, I know English and I pronounce words wrong in English all the time. Like, Same. Does she not know the language of Sweden or are they just like, oh, we're going to give her that standard drag race edit of like, you're from another country and you don't know English and blah, blah, blah is your first language. Like, girl, I just have no idea. But Fontana's a star. Clearly, she had more followers than the house at the beginning. That's true. Um, Obviously, followers don't matter with everything, but... Fontana's a star. She is. Um, they know that. And that's why they've kept her out of the bottom in past weeks, I think. But beyond that, I think she so. is a star. But I mean, every season has that, you know, art Simone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now we're going to watch Fontana work with Admira, and she's going to help her with the pronunciations and the words. Um, I'm not even going to attempt to try to explain the words that she's messing up because it was very lost, much lost in translation for me. But Myra will Wait, say that what? she's starting to get... Oh, yeah. Okay. No, let's just talk about that for a second, though, girl. Like, <laughs> sure, go ahead. Was I was like, Allah, Allah, Allah. I'm like, what the hell is that word, y'all? Wow Presents is an English company. Like, fucking translate. I don't know if we could swear on this. Sorry, but oh, absolutely. That. Like, what the hell? Yeah, whoever does the captioning sometimes is not very good to us English speakers. World of Wonder has the money. Like, get a translator that can figure this out because English language is your most targeted language in the world. Driver mm-hmm. from America. I hate it, but it's true. Admira will say that she's getting anxiety with their Bible of 7,000 lines and seeing Fontana with the most difficult role, she's starting to worry that she won't pull it off. We will watch Fontana just move around living her telenovela fantasy and it's like choices. It is time to hit the set as Fox is present with a mysterious guest in a hat. Uh, we're really leaning into that noir feeling, but Fox says it's time to meet an award-winning film queen and actress. They have been on stage many times together and played everything from book-loving urchins to Bertolt Brecht obsessed fans. It's Shima Niavarani. Uh, Shima is an Iranian-Swedish actor, director, and playwright. Have you heard of her before? I had to Google her to see if she was the same guest judge from previous weeks on this show because. After what is it, a hundred million seasons of Drag Race in the past month, everything looks the same. Yep, Spain is looking the best, but I have to say, Drag Churcha and there's the other girl. You know who I'm talking about is the same to me. Drag Chuchi and who's on the on the current season? Yeah, there's this one other girl. Um. She's like she reminds me of the the drag queens from San Francisco, the the nuns. Uh Vania? 
Vania, there you go. Look at me and pulling I it out. It was the same queen at first. I was like, oh, is there two promo looks? But no, I mean, like, I don't know. So reverting to back to what we were talking about. We well, we're, we're going to learn that Admirer is going to call Shima, Shima Wasabi, and says that no one can host the Gay Gallen Awards better than her. Mm. I did a little bit of the research on the Gay Gallen Awards, and I found that two previous winners for the best drag queen um, of the year were currently on this season. Those two were I'm a queen and Admirer Thunderpussy. Wow. Yeah, look at them. Could you imagine if we had like a national award for drag queens? That would be crazy. Come on, America, do better. RuPaul gave it to the the designer of all the flap dresses. What's his name again? Bob Mackie. Bob Mackie, there we go. Um, Also, this might be lost on some listeners, but Shima sounds like Melanie Lazansky. Lazansky. Uh, Lazansky, she's from this show's like Yellow Jackets and The Last of Us. Go listen to her. So they sound very, very similar. Yes. The filming is about to start to, so Shima has them toss their scripts out, which is fair, but um, I think that if they had references to their script during the filming, maybe they would have done a little better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can never understand like what these producers give these drag queens, like especially when it's like another franchise. Like I used to do extra acting in Los Angeles and Ruth mm-hmm. Paul herself when I was an AJ and the queen gave me my union vouchers so I can join union if I want. But Amazing. yeah, I know I'm probably not because drag queen, lol. But you know what I mean? Like, Producers can do whatever they want. Like, why did I get my union vouchers over somebody else? Like, true. Production has the power to do whatever they would like in the palms of their hands. That's true. Our first scene is going to start, and Fontana is in full Fontana mode while we see Admira is capturing a different character simply just by the way she's walking, little hunchback. We're going to cut early into the filming as Fontana is struggling with the text and difficult words, which she didn't have time to translate as she is missing the joke. She misses the word Kukowski's uh, and cook yeah. means cock. And Fontana is literally lost in translation. Here. Okay. I've watched this scene a hundred times. I'm like, Kukowski's? Is this Malik Kafta, my favorite Indian food dish? Like what is going on? I have no idea what Kukowski's is. It kind of reminded me of the classic... In the right of not pronouncing this word correctly. And I don't see why it matters this much. Like there is multiple pronunciations of multiple words. In the well, it reminded me of the SNL sketch with the former porn stars selling Swarovski crystals and none of them could say the word Swarovski properly. So what's gay? It's a very, very funny sketch. Now, Shima and Fox are going to laugh as Fontana will steamroll through the lines, miss the words, but honestly, the bitch had conviction. I admire it. Yeah. No, she sounds amazing. I thought. I didn't see any, like, wrong in her (laughs) pronunciation. We're going to move on to Saga's scene, and the butch queen is Electra, and uh, she's not in her best character moment. She's very bland. She will be told by Shima to pick up the tempo of her lines as comedy is all in the timing. And Electra will go again and Shima is like, faster, think Pink Panther and Inspector Clouseau. I love the reference. Love the Pink Panther. Mm-hmm. 
Electra will say it's stressful to change her concept after she's already gotten into character, but she shouldn't, but like you shouldn't like know how to work with the director. Know that the director is going to tell you to do something different. That's just how they're there to guide you. That's just how acting works. We're getting a montage of Electra fucking up, and I knew this was trouble for the trade of the season. But Electra hates Saga as she is the worst thing she's ever had to do. Shima expected them all to have their lines prepared, but I'm fairly certain they got the scene in the morning. They had to get into drag. Then we're going to go onto the set. So I think like they did it all within like a couple hours. How are they going to prepare these lines? Um, I'm dying to know the filming schedule for this challenge. Yeah, I honestly have no idea. (laughs) It was very quick, very rushed. Um, But then we will have a tumble drive actresses freaking out about the script not sticking as they are underscored by the song Ina Klein and Nox music. Very camp, very classic. Um, and that's all we're going to see before we see the final product. So do you usually make these notes like as you're watching this show? Oh no, that's the secret that I keep behind. Now I, I will rewatch and take notes a second time. So I'll watch okay, fresh so it's in my mind and then oh, yeah, I definitely rewatch. I'm not a note taker. I'm a note seeker. Yeah, I, I, it's my way to guide through the podcast, but it's the next day. Top four energy entering the room. And Myra thanks God that they got that over with so they never have to do it again. Um, and she's wearing a pink power suit. Fontana's in a onesie. They're really all running out of clothes. Filming's almost over. Honestly, that's, that's what happens every season. Collectively, they are all traumatized from the filming. It was Fontana's worst nightmare to not be able to pronounce words. We're going to get a flashback of more of her failure with the words as she tells us that she could tell that the director was getting frustrated with her poor delivery of jokes. Can I ask you things? Yeah, go ahead. Real fast. So usually like there's a break per season, like the Queens on American seasons they get before the finale, but these foreign seasons, they're just rushed into the finale without a break. Mm -hmm. So I guess we as viewers have to compare that not absolutely think about it you know what i mean absolutely alexa thinks that they're going to be able to laugh about it for in a year but right now it's just a major obstacle standing before the finale the girls are going to get into face as the for the day we'll determine who goes to the finale and we're gonna have a massive shift in tone as fontana was clearly asked to ask admira if she has ever experienced anything traumatic she says tons of stuff all of her life Let's find out about Admira's trauma. She says the biggest challenge for herself as a person and an artist is her addiction. She got into drag at a very young age. Uh, we're going to see some twink photos of her. She has always been a high performer, pulled off cool looks, and expected a lot of herself. She says the constant pressure to deliver a show and be perfect meant her self-worth was based on how she performed. It was important to keep performing at the highest possible level. She says what many don't know is behind all of that, she developed an addiction to narcotics and an addiction to sex. She lived a double life where people saw her on stage in drag. They were completely unaware of the darkness behind it. She says the worst part was no one knew, not her mom, not her friends. She would be called a nice queen or said that she has no feelings, but many of them didn't know there was chaos behind the facade. She says yeah. it got really out of hand that when her former partner committed suicide, it was all worse and worse. She felt alone. Then reality came knocking on her door. It was more menacing as time passed by as she put herself in other dangerous situations. She had a psychotic episode with a bunch of strangers and felt this was what dying felt like. It was her turning point. 
She couldn't keep doing it. She handled the situation. She got out, but it wasn't easy and reveals that she relapsed a couple of times, but a large part of her identity was this behavior. This was a lot to hear from Admirer. <laughs> All I can say is that's a lot. My personal experience is, ooh, I was traveling Europe, performing around the UK, and then my friend I was visiting in Manchester died of something while I was with her. I had to give her the whole CPR thing, and it completely changed my life. I, of course, went home from Europe, to America and it took me a lot of time to recover as a person with people commenting, oh, did you murder her under my posts just because I do makeup memorials for people's pets? And it was really traumatizing for a minute. So just as Amira actually dating this person, I'm sure it must have been so hard for her life in the scene as a drag queen and just in general for her absolutely she is glad to open up as this was one of the hardest things she ever done in her life when she felt alone she shares that her friends didn't understand what she was experiencing and that was really rough so fontana will speak for all of us and say that she had no idea about this and she's glad she shared because they always see admire as perfection she had been sober for a year, but felt like she had to talk to someone. And this is a reminder to all, it's okay to ask for help. Whatever you believe help is, ask yeah. for it. It's the strongest thing you can do. Electra tells her that the fact that she was able to get over it and is there to talk about it shows that she recognized that she had a serious problem that she chose to deal with. And I, if any of the yeah. viewers are in need of help, we are here for you. Like, Absolutely. 100% reach out Absolutely. to Absolutely. Admira knows it's a problem in the community and they don't often talk about it because it's a taboo subject. She hopes that there can be more open discussions about it. And I think hearing this on the show is going to help a lot of people. She doesn't want anyone in the LGBTQ plus community to end up in the darkness because it can get out of hand. People die and she doesn't want it happening to someone else. Uh, this was a powerful story and it's going to help from propel. I feel Admira to the winner's ring in my opinion, but um, I'm glad yeah. that this Honestly, discussion happened. Myra in the winner's circle. Girl, she is the winner. I would be surprised. Mm-hmm. Like, I love Fantana and I love Vanity because, well, Vanity follows me and Fantana's star. But Myra just has, I don't know if it's her lip, her lip, but no, she's a star girl. She's a star. Listen, Admira has definitely got her lips done, and I admire her for that because it makes her drag even better. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Now, before we get the main stage, we're going to hear a rendition of Bon Jovi's It's My Life, though the queens are going to change the words to Fuck My Life, It's Now or Never. Uh, That's how I feel on a daily basis. Wait, what? I don't even... Yeah, they started singing It's My Life, but they changed it to Fuck My Life. Bon Jovi. Was this in like I don't even remember this part? Yeah, it was a little um, little moment, but um, sounds I'm, like the Drag Race fifteen season where all the like girls came out and just like Sugar was just not lip syncing during that. That one time, this is giving that country moment yeah. for me. Yeah, it is. Maybe I'm missing something. Well, we're gonna bring it to the runway as Fox is serving a denim Star Wars character moment. Like that was a really, really cool look. Um, I love how she brings new angle to fashion and maintains like a drag aesthetic. Rue would never wear something crazy like that. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, no, she looked good. She looked, I like the the horns, but obviously, I mean, I don't know if it's just like, ooh, I love my girl Vanity because she follows me back, but her horns were better. And maybe that's why this girl put her in the bottom too. <gasps> maybe. Maybe. This week we have Kayo and Shima on our panel. We're going to start and talk about the acting challenge and then we'll move on to the runway. Let's watch our film, Diva Asaluta. Now, Fox will narrate and clue us in with the exposition that a fine piece of hair that looks like a fucking Brillo pad has been stolen, which was meant to help Diva Asaluta's career come back. What did you think of this whole film having a laugh track and like weird underscoring? Did you find it very campy or did you find it more confusing? A laugh track and a weird underscoring? Yeah, during the whole film, there was a little, a, they had a laugh track. Like a, there was a live studio audience. Oh, I mean, honestly, that's what Disney Channel does all the time. It's but true. It's true. I just Disney Channel has a way of noticing that, like, it tones it out. And I mm-hmm. guess I just had that same mindset where I didn't even notice that I was focusing on the girls. I didn't notice. That's fair. Upsetting. Yeah. Well, we start with our scene with Fontana and Myra, and Fontana is just the Tasmanian devil. She's very committed. Uh, meanwhile, Admira created one of the strongest characters I feel like we've seen in an acting challenge. She was very, very strong in this challenge. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I noticed all the girls of being kind of. They were focusing on being ugly. And then there was Fontana with a little extra blush and padding. Mm hmm. <laughs> The struggle for Fontana is while the role was very close to her, it was kind of too close, but she had little room to play because she is a diva. Um, next, we have Vanity as Helene, and that face was kind of like the face that she wore for the Golden Girl runway. Um, very plastic, very, very put yeah. on. Yeah, no, it was plastic. I didn't mind the plastic because I got that with her character. The only thing I minded was that dress, and I don't know if that was production or her or like... I, I'm going to say it's production because she has more taste. I don't know. Yeah, ask her. I think she has more taste than to pick that for herself. I have no idea. I don't know what's going on. That dress was the only thing that bothered me. Vanity had a very small part in comparison to the rest of the actors in this scene. Um, but I think the fact that her character could slur her words and be slutty made it a very easy part to play. She really did well playing this character. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, of course, there always is that, oh, this girl follows me, am I biased? But, like, no, I honestly thought Vanity did really well as her character. We're going to have a fight scene happen before Saga Norden enters, and obviously the fight was very campy, very bad on purpose. But I do want to share that there is a character in the television world of shows called Saga Norin, who is the main protagonist of the Danish and Swedish show The Bridge. I don't know how true to form the character was meant to be, but I kind of wonder if Electra was confined to being this character because she just was not good. The character on The Bridge. I I don't know if this is like offensive. I hope it's not, but like. She was giving me like Melissa McCarthy vibes. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. know what it was. I just got this Melissa McCarthy vibe. So interestingly, uh, we learned from the character description that the character that Electra is playing has some um, disorder 
the character on the television show The Bridge, Saga Norin, has Asperger's. So I'm wondering if that's what she was playing. I have no idea. I think it was the makeup that was giving yeah. me. Maybe, maybe. Uh, her well, line I readings were like very slow. Say, like, I don't know if we talk about untucked on here, but. Oh, we will. That she's dyslexic. Like, I'm dyslexic too. So that was the first time this entire season I've related with Electra, but <laughs> I really don't. I, I think Electra, I'm ready for her to get booted. I don't really. I, out her, of the. Her... Her line readings were very slow. It kind of killed the tempo of the scene. Um, but she will say that she knows who's responsible for the stolen wig. We're going to start with Diva, who was working on her oral skills, practicing the magic flute. She has an anal by. Um, I love opera. Um, this was a brilliant play on words, and it was very fucking naughty. I liked that little um, anal by. Yeah. Um, Holda is accused, but she was making a wig in Switzerland made of pubic hair. Um Love that. I'm sure someone has made a pubic hair wig before. Yes. I Helene, pubic hairs to my face all the time. Helene is then accused as she has never broken any laws, just nails. She was being treated for shock all night. She also has an anal body. Then we're going to discover a pink glove makes the mystery revolve around who has the matching glove. Also, if this was a real mystery, what dumbass will lose a glove when we just saw the wig get stolen wearing two gloves in the opening? Silly plot hole. Silly plot hole. Yeah, I mean, gloves get lost everywhere. <laughs> so we're going to now check in the bags. Diva has a pale pink glove. Hulda has a yellow one. Helene has a gold one. And Diva thought that one was Donald Trump's foreskin. And I never wanted to puke more. Please never allow me to hear that phrase ever again. Honestly, F Donald Trump. Make sure y'all vote. Don't let that. Yes, please. Never, never, never allow him anywhere near our what? government. Now, suddenly Saga is about to drop the case, but Diva says she needs to show her bag. And we learn that Saga has a matching glove. It was her all along. How could you do it to your sister? Well, she was tired of being Asaluta, being in Asaluta's shadow. Um, are you ready for the remake of this challenge starring Sugar and Spice? I'm ready for the remake starring Spice. Sugar can clean up the <laughs> hips at the end. Now, sadly, either we had a costume malfunction or something, but Electra's character wants a chance to shine, and she's supposed to reveal into a showgirl outfit. She barely made that reveal happen. Um, this is when I say, did production sabotage her? Because surely they had to have more than one take than this one. For who is this? I'm sorry? For Electra's costume reveal into the showgirl part. Oh, right. She, she messed it up. Oh, with the wig and the double, the double yeah. wig, you mean? Mm -hmm. I think, no, no, no. I think she did that on purpose to be like, ooh, I'm going to be a scandalous queen and glue Maybe. a wig on here, on here. I think she purposely tried to make it bad, but she's not a mess enough to make it actually That's fair. Bad. Um, her line, don't arrest me because I'm beautiful. Um, I would like that as a gif. Um, if any listener knows how to make gifts, please make it and send it to me so I can use it all the time. Don't arrest me because I'm beautiful. This is when I think Electra finally broke out and finally was doing well, but it was way, 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 way too late in the scene. Um, also, my favorite line from the entire scene was Admira saying, kiss a mine of a JJ. Kiss yeah. my JJ. 
I mean, it was like everyone was doing so good, but also we so bad. should get it. Um, how will this end? Well, the narrator tells us that the first there's been a man in a coma for three years. Will he ever wake up? Also, the next episode will be in 2039 on season 72 of Drag Race Theria. Could you imagine if we get to 72 seasons? I thought about that a lot and I would be here for it. Yes. This was a weird challenge. It was kind of rough and I'm not sure if it was because because of the language barrier, but it kind of reminded me of I a very similar acting say. challenge. Very I, similar to the one on Drag Race Holland 2. Yeah. Which one? The police drama before the final three. It was um, the final four doing a police drama. Police drama. Yeah, it's the episode Keta Minaj was eliminated. I think I just tone out any police drama. That sounds it's cool. possible. <laughs> anyway, everyone kind of struggled. I will say this was the weakest challenge of all season on Drag Race Faria. Yeah, really. Um, I mean, I think the reading challenge was so weird where they just had Amira. Not Amira. What's her name? Antonina. Antonina, that a girl, um, come back was pretty weird, but like, yeah. <laughs> well, let's go through our looks. Category is drama queen. In honor of the runway, we are going to play most dramatic or least dramatic. Uh-huh. Um, fun fact: I was voted most dramatic in high school. Why? I don't know, but it makes sense. Where'd you go to high school? Went to Mawa High School in Mawa, New Jersey. New Jersey. That'll do it for you. Mm-hmm. All right. We will start with Vanity Vane. Look by Misty Bubble. Shoulders, heads, and horns by Vanity. She'll tell us that this look is an homage to her mental Wait, illness shoulders, and her childhood. head, and horns? She made them all, yes. Who did the face? Uh, she did. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Um, she will say that one represents life until her teens. One is her teens. The other is her current state in the middle. I think it was a great concept, but my thing is all three heads were the same. So therefore yeah. they were all the same and equal. Shouldn't there be a difference between them? If that's the story that it's an evolution. No, for sure. After you said that story, I was like, I like this look less. I just saw yeah. this look like, oh, this is a creation of Willow Pills. This is a creation of... Somebody on Drag Race, um, Italia, I forgot who. Yep, else. yep. Um, if you really break it down, she's got a white leotard with a dramatic shoulder piece and Maleficent's headdress, all wear wearing white pleasers covered in lace. Yes. Um, I, I think, again, as you alluded to, the faces are not most intricately crafted, and we saw that as an issue on Drag Race Italia, too. Oh, I thought the faces were well done. Um I thought it was a safe pass. I did not think it yes. was worse. And it's been done before, but it was done well here. You know, Kyle, you yeah. Kyle says, go ahead. References just like Lux on Drag Race, a mad can't. You know, she she's a she's a reference queen. I think she knows that it's yeah. been done before, but she's even just the, it was the Gucci runway. Like that's where everything came to be. The Gucci mm-hmm. runway. So. Kyle says she loved her outfit and says it was imaginative. She feels that she had an idea that she really conveyed. Regarding her acting, she was pleasantly surprised and thinks she did a great job. Shima says she has comedic timing. She would have liked to see more commitment and says, don't be afraid of succeeding and going all the way. Because I wanted more out of this, I think it could have been even grander and even better. I'm going to give her a least dramatic. Oh, out of the four? 
I've, no, I've just just this look. Either it's the my equivalent of a boot. So a two. Oh. I'll give her a boot, basically. Oh, okay. I'm so it's least dramatic or what? Most dramatic is a two. Least dramatic for a boot. Oh, okay, I'm gonna give her a most dramatic because yeah, it's been done before, but she looks fierce, and I'm here for it. The audience agrees with you. 83% most dramatic, 17% least dramatic. Next is Electra Hair by Vanity Vane. The concept could have been incredible if the drama that was the case was carried uh, throughout the entire drama. Hair by Vanity Vane? Yep, that she made that hair for her. So they are sisters. They, yes, they are this process together. They probably were like, I'm gonna help you with this, I'm gonna help you mm-hmm. with that. I didn't know that till now. That's weird. I mean, I knew um, that, you know. Once again, for Electra, I'm going to call out this leotard with stuff on top of it. It's literally a pink leotard with a cage dress and harness top. It could have been cooler if it was a much grander look underneath. Um, Did not quite understand why she thought the pink leo was the right thing to highlight the cage. And the bird lady look really felt incomplete. Break free, Electra. You could have done better. Yeah, I'm sorry. Every season, there's usually a girl that I'm like, meh about. And Electra was that girl for me. Like, she just did not one thing for me besides her being dyslexic and I'm dyslexic. Maybe there's that competition there. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. I'm not that competitive. But yeah, just Electra hasn't done it for me this season. And she was the girl I was ready to get rid of. Fuck says it is important to have prepared when you're on stage. She says there were some lines she had trouble remembering, but she improvised and that let her soar. She feels like her nerves got in the way of filming. She will then say she has questions about her look. Bucks asks her if her arms and legs are supposed to be bare, and Electra says yes. Bucks will call her out and tell her she chose the she need to choose a warmer and glossier color for her legs. It's, it's just true. Um, I'm gonna give her a least dramatic. For for look. Electra's look. Electra, least dramatic. Yeah, no, I mean the birdcage was cool, but like, okay, you screamed. I'm here for that. <laughs> I love to scream at my like my performances, but like, what are you doing be- behind like a birdcage attacking you? Yeah. Audience, fifty-four percent most dramatic, forty-six percent least dramatic. Next up is Fontana, look by Peter Englund. She is paying homage to Lady Gaga's monster. She loves her pop girlies. Uh, I think the concept is very dramatic for her. It's a grand departure from her bubbly personality. I think the red with the black slip over it is quite striking. I don't mind it being simple. The head piece is glorious. And let's be honest, a Brazilian queen with a carnival headdress, she's going to serve it and make it look good. I think the thing that I'm bothered by is the face makeup. I think she could have gone even further and been even more dramatic, really give us a character. Also, girl, where's the bling? Need you? Come on, give me earrings, give me a necklace, give us a sparkle. What did you think of her look? I think all these girls here for the top four have pretty much gone safe as Mm -hmm. they could do, but I didn't notice that you know the the bra and the panty was the huge issue for what judges were saying i thought she looked amazing Um, kyle says she's really impressed with her vision and says her outfit is gorgeous she says a little simple but gets the job done folks says that she didn't let the pressure get to her during filming and says she deserves praise for that because the result turned out great i like the look i'll give it a most dramatic yeah no i think she looks great for sure Audience, 86% most dramatic, 14% least dramatic. 
And finally, Admire Thunder Percy, look by Peter England, hair by Admira. This is an homage to the courageous protesters who in 1970 occupied the Board of Health and Welfare where they fought to have homosexuality no longer classified as an illness. What an amazing statement to make on the runway. Um, I thought she was giving you this dramatic gown that is also a straight jacket, and then she pulls it away and says, it's a gay jacket and we have a beautiful heart and a rainbow. This was right. excellent, excellent, beautifully brilliant, with one small exception of being okay. the words are here to the bottom of the gown, but her mug is flawless. The hair is on brand. She is high-class drag. Oh, what was the one flaw? You said one flaw? Just how the words were put on the bottom of the gown. They were like kind of flapping in the wind. They weren't Okay, so that's, weird. yeah, I didn't even notice the words, honestly. <clears throat> but what bothered me with it was obviously LGBTQ rainbow flag, but what was like the rainbow heart? Like, could mm-hmm. it have been red gems? Could it have been black gems? Like, I just thought it was such a strong message when she had it covered with the straight jacket. And when mm-hmm. she revealed into the rainbow heart, it was like, oh, unicorns, yes, queen, but. Could it have been a black gems? Could it have been red gems? I think it would have aesthetically pleased the mind and gone more with what she was trying to go for. Io says that her outfit is exactly what she wants to see as it tells multiple stories at the same time. She says that it is also glamour and her reveal to the rainbow heart was on top. Shima says she loved what she did with her character during filming. She says, despite having a co-star who barely let her get a word in, she hit her own timing and she didn't let herself get thrown off. She liked her catwalk and how she was working with something that others lacked, which was dramaturgy. She says she walked in with one message on the front, turned around, told another story. She says she did a payoff and showed them her trump card. Bucks will ask a question. Is it supposed to be a rainbow card? She said trump card. She sure did. What does that mean? Uh, Trump card is a phrase basically meaning like um, your power move. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know it's a, it's a phrase that we've always had and I hate that it's unfortunately attached to him. Yeah. Right. Right. And Myra will say that her um, flag is not a rainbow flag, but it's just a rainbow. Um, It's pride feeling and Fox reminds her that the rainbow flag only has six colors as she has two blues on hers. A little thing, but I will give her most dramatic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know for sure it's the most dramatic. She looks amazing. The only thing I would have, I mean, it is like this thing. It's like I felt guilty of like, is this rainbow flag necessary to put into her art? But aesthetically, I think if she just like had the reveal of a red or black gemmed heart, it would have been so much more aesthetically pleasing to the eye and what she was giving with her makeup, the bright red lips. The audience, 96% most dramatic, 4% least dramatic. The results are in. Bucks has decided to give Admirer the win. That marks number three for her. Fontana is safe, leaving Vanity and Electra as the bottom two. Do you agree? Vanity and Electra. Um, I think it could have been Vanity or Fontana. Because, yeah. yeah, I think Fontana looked great, but it was a bra and panty underneath there. But also Vanity had the heads, 
So it's like, yeah, one is basic, but the other is basic too. I'm not in mm-hmm. the sense with the heads, but basic in the sense it's been done before. But brawn panty has been done a million times. So it's true. Put? So it was it was either or for sure. It's hard. Let's get into this. All season long, all I have wanted was an ABBA lip sync. And friends, we got it. But what did we get? No, no, not even a top 20 ABBA track. We got a fucking B-side. Kisses of fire. I could give you so many other ABBA classics that would have slayed and still give you an amazing lip sync. I mean, come on. Where's Waterloo? Dancing Queen, Mamma Mia, Gimme, 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 A Man After Midnight. I would have taken Super Trooper in this moment, but Kisses of Fire, it was even a joke song in Mamma Mia 2, Here We Go Again. I was so sad. Why do they pick that song? Right, give me Cher doing ABBA. Why (laughs) did they pick this song? Yeah, no, for sure. There could have been so much better ABBA songs, but... Just vanity giving this song with her heads was giving me <laughs> it was it was a very funny lip sync. Um, I mean, this was a great lip sync because you had two strong performers who really fought for their spot. Um, yeah. I would have loved to see that side by side that they gave us for that split second the entire I time. Think they both wanted to combat each other because they are both sisters, they didn't want to outdo each other too much, but yeah. they they both looked amazing. They did look amazing until they both took off their um, extra parts and they were both literally wearing leotards. Hey, girls that leotard together stay together. It's true. Um, that one goes home. <gasps> well, to be honest, we've seen first seasons of franchises bring four queens to the finale. I think this was one where I would have saved them both. I just haven't liked Electra this entire season. She's been a girl that's just been there. And I'm like, okay. And I just haven't felt connected. In so. the end, Electra is eliminated. This was a good episode for me. It was a good yeah. episode. <laughs> Vanity Vane is going to the finale. Yeah. Should we talk about Untucked a little bit? Yeah, we can talk about that. Let's do it. Uh, the queens are going to head backstage as Admira is feeling like a pride scarecrow. Vanity is going to let her heads rest on the table. And I can't believe that they didn't give her give their, her heads two drinks also. They, they were thirsty. They were parched. Always. They said it was fun to watch their creation, even though it was a monstrosity. And Vanity will admit that she was focused on learning her lines that she didn't even focus on the story. She says it went so quickly to which Admira's like, but it was an eternity ago. So Vanity says, no, no, no. From when we got the script to when they had to act. Electra mm-hmm. says it was fun to watch, even though when she filmed it, she felt like it was the end of the world. She was looking forward to a challenge like this because humor and some acting is really her cup of tea, but she's unhappy with her performance. It was so far removed from her character she's done, and she just kept thinking about nailing the script to the extent that she lost her artistry. She says drag is the only part of her life that hasn't been affected by dyslexia or learning abilities. Here she can be what she is good at and be on stage and put on a show. She said when those disabilities rear their ugly heads, they ruin her showmanship. And in confessional, she tells us that her dyslexia doesn't get in her way of everyday life much anymore because she focuses on things that she's good at, like relationships, makeup, and drag. So this this meant something to you hearing her talk about her dyslexia. Yeah. yeah, no, the entire season I haven't connected with Electra like at all. And then she was like, I'm dyslexic and this has been hindering me and this and that. And I'm like, 
fierce. Like I went to a school for eight years for my dyslexia. Like I get it, girl. But I don't know. There's not much about like what dyslexia leads to drag. I don't know what that is. So maybe that is something that Electra could further for the dyslexic. Community. Yeah, absolutely. Because I mean, uh, obviously, Admire will tell her that it triggers some unpleasant flashbacks. Um, and Electra says it's frustrating telling her brain to not interfere with the things she's good at. But unless you're on a show like this, you don't necessarily have to read in drag unless you're reading a girl in filth. Um, yeah, well, so- reading with with the the acting challenges with right, right. Just what she went home on. I mean, the script could get in the way. Absolutely. For me, it's just like do the best of what you can do with what you got at this point. You're on the show that makes or breaks people for a lifetime. Do the best you can do. And thank you for being vulnerable with us, Electra. I appreciate that. Now, Electra will tell us that she was on a verge of being held back in school, but she took dance and drama and got top grades in those classes. And you know what? Art does help people. Art can heal. Art can change. and help. Art yeah. can be helpful when you have other problems and i love that Fontana mm-hmm. is quiet because she's terrified sad and frustrated because of the critiques she tried her best Electra will tell her to listen to what the critiques actually were and we'll get a montage of her getting positive remarks they all want to be in the finale so every critique stings Electra notes that her pantyhose ripped right before so she grabs a pair that was gray so now we know why her panties didn't match her uh body I guess so. I mean, great panties work for everyone, kind of. Admirer will get her gloss pantyhose for Christmas now. Vanity will tell Fontana that she was blowing critiques up too much and she did great in the critiques. For Fontana, though, this competition isn't just about her. It's about all the people who she represents. She doesn't want to let them down. Mm-hmm. Um, because, listen, once you got a Brazilian queen on there, you represent for all of Brazil. Yeah, yeah, I mean, was Envy Peru? She was not from Brazil. No, she's from Peru. She's from Peru, there we go. But Abby OMG was from Brazil. Yes, she was. Oh, yes, she was. And she was. doesn't know what it was a good or bad critique as she feels that everyone pretty much got the same. And Admira says it's close to the finish line that they all have to say good and bad things about them. She says, there is no more top and bottom. It's on a scale of good and bad. Do you believe that's the case? I think it's all just whatever the judges want to do at this point. They've seen the work they produce, and that's that. Vanity will say that based on the critiques, Admire will go in for the crown and facts for facts world. And of course, Admire will be humble and say she didn't think she did well either, but she knows she is the queen of the castle. Electra will own up to her fail, so she puts herself on the lips, and Santana will say she will take it too. Admirer will be like, well, if you say I'm the best, can't I decide who the worst was? How has Amira been doing drag much longer than the other girls? She or? has. She's been doing it since she was basically in high school. Oh, right. So you said yeah. that. So how long? I don't know how long the other I believe girls- she's in her 30s, so it's been it's been some time. Okay, because I don't know if it's like the lips or if I'm just like, damn, Amira's just like, got she it. good. No, And Myra will comment on Fontana's runway not being enough and will move on to telling Vanity that she has a perfection issue like her. 
So we're going to have a conversation about Vanity putting on a face that she is really self-confident and cocky, though they have seen her otherwise. And Myra likes the other one. Vanity asks if it's the cocky one. And she says, no, the one without the cock. Very funny. (laughs) Vanity is so tired as the competition showed her that she is not near as confident as she pretends to be. It's the worst anxiety she has ever had. In the hotel room, she is so shaken and and Myra likes that Vanity can talk to them unfiltered and tells her that the best way you can work on yourself is looking at it, discussing it, and later you can laugh about it. Mm. Vanity will tell Myra that her look is the absolute best thing she's ever seen and then tells her she's gorgeous and then tells her that she's a blonde Elvis. I mean, it kind of looks like it. You can never trust these girls in the workroom. Like, (laughs) live your best life and the fans will tell you what it's true right now admira will pick based on the feedback on the runway it's going to be fontana and electra as the bottom two that she would put in the lips the Mm -hmm. gag the drama and the goopery now since we have a lot of time to kill we're going to go back in the pink treasure chest um i don't know if those are Alexa's questions if vanity was making up those questions but we're gonna um read and have the queens answer some questions yeah out of all the queens still there, who do you think should have been sent home earlier and which of the eliminated queens should be still there? What a gag of a question. I think, well, Electra, like out of the top four, you're meaning? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Electra should have been sent home because she hasn't really done anything for me. And I am going to replace in the competition bloop 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 skipping the competition i'm a queen because Mm -hmm. one they follow me so i'm a little biased but also two i mean look at me the dead goddess like i'm a queen is totally within my realm of drag she i can see it i can definitely see it creative goddess and i think it was gaggery that she was suddenly sent home after like already having a challenge win and being unique to this competition i think this show better to have her stick around a little bit longer Electra will say she didn't think Fontana would be there as she thought she was going to be an Instagram girl who could sing. She proved her otherwise, but she thought Santana or Ima would still be there. So she kind of agrees with you. Now mm-hmm. we're not here any other answers from the others, but we're going to move on to Vanity's question to herself. Describe your dream gig. And Admire says her funeral. Um, and that made Vanity very happy. But her real answer is a music career and winning in a European music award. What's your dream gig? My dream gig is having my own pet talk show where I interview people like Oprah Winfrey and Lady Gaga on, you know, when Lady Gaga had her pet stolen by those crazy people. Like, there are so many amazing pet stories that this world needs to have. I love that. Yeah. Another question for Admira. Have you learned what it is to feel vulnerable? And give an example. Uh, she will say, no, I'm sorry. I still have no clue what it is. But then seriously, we'll say she knew that she'd get the vulnerability tag. So it was no surprise that she'd get called out by Kaya on the first episode. She will say the best thing that happened to her there is she regained her passion for drag. That was the vulnerability she needed. Vanity will say she is glad to call her a friend and see the person that she is. How sweet. 
For Fontana, the question is, who in the top four is the most competitive and why? She says Admira as she's super focused on the competition, which gags Admira, and Fontana tells her that she has a poker face and it's a control freak who wants to control everything. Admira will clap back and say that she doesn't consider herself to be competitive. She's just good and humble. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, Admira... It's so much to do with like, is it her lips or is it the editing? Is it her lips or is it the editing? I have no idea, but she is a fierce queen regardless. Alexa's question is, what is it like being so gorgeous? She thanks the compliment and says it just feels good. Another question for Admira, fuck Mary, kill the competition. She will say marry Electra because they are two old ladies and they can visit spas, drink wine, and put on expensive lotions. Fontana says they can kill her because she and Vanity are always making out. Um, tapes. When is Vanity and Admire making out? Um, apparently they just do it in the sauna. But Admire will say she won't kill Fontana because who would she have to bully? She'd be lonely. She'd hate fuck her. Uh, no, no, no. She'd really kill her. Um, who would you fuck Mary kill at the final four? Well, as much as aesthetically I love Admira, I've been really tuning into her personality the past weeks, and she's a little negative Nancy, so I'd kill her. Okay, okay. Uh, I mean, I'd fuck Fontana because she's like Gorgina, like OMG. And then, I don't know, I'd marry Vanity because... Vain, obviously from vanity so she has good skincare and being a, a dead pet goddess i need good skincare there it is we're gonna get more questions because apparently they have nothing better to do per fontana tell them something about her that they don't know um and now we're infringing on my interview for my podcast how i usually um do my interviews Anyway, Fontana is egged on to talk about Brazil. So she says, they don't know that in Brazil, she was actually a man who studied economics in college. Didn't have that on my bingo card. Didn't expect her to be in economics. Economics. Yeah, I mean, what's so good about the economy? Nothing. And Myra says that the thought of Fontana in an office is a horrible thought. She would be Sophia in HR. Speaking of names, do Electra's pet... Parrots have any names? Um, we're really grasping for time here. Before she can answer that, we find out that Electra says the feathers are from real birds, and they discuss how wild it would be if she brought a stuffed bird onto the show. A stuffed bird. I mean, I have some friends that <laughs> the old taxidermy thing, and they've brought stuffed rats and the whole shebang on Dragula before, but a yeah. bird on Drag Race foreign seasons. I mean, we saw what happened with Asia O'Hara and her butterfly. It's true. It's true. I'm forever horrified with bringing pets on to Drag Race. I, I agree. First. Now, Shima will come backstage to talk to them and tell them how funny they were in the film. She wants them to spill the tea. So Electra says it was a bit scary when they bring in a pro like her while they think they are pros at what they do. They have to dip their toes into her professional world, which gives it, which is a privilege, but she felt she had to do better and be funnier than she was. But Shima says that you take someone's art form and craft and have to place it into a different context and make try to make TV is a challenge. She was impressed. 
but it wasn't her job to be impressed, but rather to fit them into the mold and keep challenging them. She's in big awe of them. They absorbed so much in little time. Now, Shima wants Vanity to see because she had some doubts. Vanity says she went blank after she said her first line, and Shima says being relaxed is the key to everything, and that will allow you to be super prepared in the head and take in the audience. She goes on to say that if you're relaxed, you create a bond presence with the audience. So if someone does something, you got a joke ready, you can still perform at your highest level and take it all in. Vanity says that what when she wanted to do was to really be different, and it was difficult for her. She was looking forward to this challenge, but she felt it was blowing. She was blowing it. Shima says that challenges you like are often the hardest because you want to set the bar really high. And I was like, ooh, that, I, I feel that. Mm-hmm. Vanity says it was nice to hear that Shima was playing a role when she was flogging them and how it was nice to talk to her and spitball after. Shima leaves, wishes them luck. And now it's time for them to learn the lyrics to a B-side ABBA song and get ready for the lip sync. And that's untucked. <laughs> I got some burning questions to wrap this podcast. Are you ready? Let's do it. What is Electra's legacy? Electra's legacy is being a queen who fights for her place in the competition and demands an aesthetically pleasing realm of her possibilities. That's fair. Um, She's also going to leave for me trade of the season very very attractive trade oh yeah okay work who won the week who had the best episode uh my mind just went to admira but you're right i think so i think that's right i guess i think that then and then after seven episodes the winner of the season is Admira's where my met my mind went to, but like, yeah. do I want her to win? Out of the top three, I want Vanity or or Fontana to win, either or fifty percent. But I think Admira is going to take this. I season. think it's Admira. Um, if anyone watches the Instagram accounts and sees the likes, uh, Fontana is blowing her out of the water with like almost six times the amount of numbers but she basically had all of brazil vote for her so we know I mean, how that works so my 60 what it, how old is my mother 68 69 i don't know she's ancient but she watched one episode of this drag race severe well mostly she watched 20 minutes of it before she knocked out old lady she is but she loved fontana just like that That's is cool. so i think fontana is the star of this season regardless of blah 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 like i think she's gonna win all right okay. on the winner regardless all right well she'll win. who knows who knows where can we find you on social media venmo and any projects you want to plug you can find me on venmo kashop and Instagram, TikTok at Cherry Botch. And if you have had a pet pass in the past 18 years, then message me a photo of your pet. And I would love to do a makeup memorial. I love that. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. It was a pleasure. Thank you for having me, Michael. I really appreciate it.